America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. That's why I created Conservative Dad's ultra-right, 100% woke-free beer. As conservatives, we're constantly getting hit in the face, left and right, by the woke mind virus. But the last place we want it is in our beer. If you know which bathroom to use, you know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values. And to the rest of you woke corporations, stay the away from our kids. Buy yours online in 42 states at ultrarightbeer.com. Tastes like freedom. Away and we're seeing these brands losing, you know, billions and billions of dollars. And I don't think Bud Light's ever going to recover. They've just, you know, announced they have to lay off 400 staff. They have to close uh, some distilleries down. I don't think they're going to recover. But I think, you know, these people in power have woken up. I know BlackRock um, said recently they're going to kind of change and look into their DEI right, right, right. Uh, policies. But they could just be saying that and they might just try to push it covertly um, underneath the surface. But um, I think thanks to the consumers fighting back recently, I think these companies have had an awakening and think maybe we have taken this too far. Because at the end of the day, all they care about is money, right? something about Tilray. Tilray is an interesting little company. They're a weed company. I'm a big fan of theirs. I like their products. And I like this little cheeky stuff they're doing right now. But the thing with Tilray is I was under the understanding that them and Anheuser-Busch had a rather unflattering falling out with each other last year. But now Tilray is buying eight brands from Anheuser-Busch. Anheuser-Busch has hit rock bottom, folks. This is bankruptcy coming soon. Now to sound like the walls are closing in. Mm, but I think they are. I will make a prediction. By 2025, Anheuser-Busch will be bankrupt or rebranded. That's it. And I'm not talking about Bud Light. I'm talking about Anheuser-Busch. I don't think Bud Light's going to even be a, a thing by 2024. 
late by the end of 2024, Bud Light is not going to be a beer people are drinking. It's not going to be a type of conversation because it's not going to exist. It will be sold off and sold as some kind of like stock beer or some sort of sad, hellish fate, while the name Bud Light lives on as a lesson in econ classes across this great country. Now, Anheuser-Busch is going to be rebranded. It's going to be sold. It's going to be swapped around. It's going to become your mom at an NBA after party, I tell you. Like a blunt Snoop Dogg's bachelor party. Just making the rounds. Folks. We're going to talk more about Tilray as things goes on. You know, I'm a bit of a green enjoyer. So, let's get into it, shall we? I don't know myself's work. Ah, oh, there we go. From one last thought that I want to express about this. I, I, I make a... It, it just crossed my mind. I make a lot of jokes about how companies like this that betray not only this country and its values, but promote degeneracy and all sorts of stuff. You know, there's arguments all day as to why I think it's a good thing that Bud Light is failing the way that it is. There is a uh, there is a cost here. I do want to address them. You know, if fate had gone in a separate direction, this easily could be sliding down my way, right? You know, I work essentially for Miller, right? So, me and my... I don't know, I wouldn't exactly call them friends, but co-workers, who I'm very friendly with. Work friends. There you go, my work friends. You know, they could have also been out of a job, too. Granted, you know, I wouldn't have cared as much. I was the one willing to be fired to not because I wasn't going to get vaccinated, no matter what the fuck they said to me. But, there are American workers... Who work in distribution centers and sales and printing and bottling and recycling and marketing all either for or like directly for Anheuser-Busch and InBev well Anheuser-Busch directly or working for warehouses and distribution centers that work in contract with Anheuser-Busch who are now laid off being fired being let go who are going to be able to feed their kids and whatever. So, you know, I, 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 I hear that. I do. So what I say next is not intended to sound cold. If you are one of these people who was recently fired, because we've covered this before, massive layoffs and firing at different Miller, or sorry, at different Anheuser-Busch, my clarification, Anheuser-Busch, facilities you know if at this point in time you are now one of these new people being laid off and you're acting shocked or surprised or floored and you took no precautions up to this point to line up second line of work or backup i do not know what to tell you other than you are likely not ready for what's coming down the pipeline I don't even know what it is, but with the way society's going, if you are one of these, just from the last article we read, 400 people who just got fired because of all this, right? You're just a regular worker, you know, high in our shed and all these people, the people, like, like the head of marketing and the vice president of marketing 
who put Dylan out of the can, they're they're being paid to not work right now. They're be they're on paid leave. <sighs> Meanwhile, every day nine to five regular Joes are being fired. By the way, hey, how many of you guys are? Uh, how many of these people are 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 in unions? How's that? How 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 are your unions working out for you right now? Are they are they helping you? Are they bailing you out? Are they helping Anheuser Busch employees unions? This goes to any union. I, I fucking detest unions in every shape and form, but I can't help but wonder where are they? I don't, I don't, I don't hear the you know I don't hear Brewsters talking about this or sticking up for these employees. I don't see unions coming out of the woodwork and demanding an apology or demanding adjusted compensation for for damages in the workplace from detrimental mishandling of uh, advertisements and stuff because there's no way you can argue that this was a smart move like i don't care if you want to have a political argument about dylan mulvaney or uh, you know a make-believe argument about dylan mulvaney thinking he's a woman which i don't think he even thinks that right like you, you like, like we can move all that aside there is no measurable statistic that shows that this was a good good move. No, this was by all means suicide. Putting a man dressed as a woman on a can and telling that person, hey, go ahead. And I, apparently I've been getting this wrong. I have to double check it. But apparently it's been brought to my attention. Thanks, comment section. Ow. Um, give me one second. That it was actually that Dylan Mulvaney actually had like a partnership program, so it wasn't just like Dylan Mulvaney posted a couple of videos goofing off of these cans and it went from there. No, apparently this was like a actual like agreed paid sponsorship deal, which is something that uh you know I I, I knew there was a, an element of paid promotion here, but I didn't realize both videos were completely signed off by like, Anheuser-Busch corporate. That was new information. I thought it was just the vice president of marketing and Dylan who had some agreement. So see, even with how I've been covering this, interesting. But I look into that, that's new information, I have to double check. You, you can't argue argue that putting Dylan on the can was a good move, like market you know, financially or marketedly speaking. No, it was unilaterally a terrible fucking move. And now you're being sold off. You are selling some of the biggest brands in craft beer to a Canadian cannabis company. So keep this in mind, right? American workers, again, I've already voiced that my sympathy towards the Anheuser-Busch employees at this point is waned and taxed. Because you should have been looking for a new line of work by now. If you were one of these 400 people who recently got fired from like their main brewer, like brewery, and you're you're one of the people on social media acting stunned by it, you're stupid. You have no self-preservation sense whatsoever at that point, and I'm so sorry to tell you that, but you just have no self-preservation of any kind whatsoever. But there's only things like Shock Top. I'm sure you've heard of Shock Top, right? You're you're have your mind blown. They're selling some of the biggest names in craft beer that Anheuser Busch owns. For a fucking pittance, 
Like, next to nothing. Let's just get into it. I've been ranting for too long. I've... <clears throat> I know a lot of people who work with me. And again, I work for Miller. Like, I work for Miller. That's my, you know... So I just... I find it very fucking humorous from where I'm sitting. I work for, like, a distribution setup. But... There's been so many conversations I've been having with people inside the industry. Sales, bar owners, gas station clerks, golf clubs, you name it. Shriner, fucking Mason Lodges, Moose Lodges, the Black Elks. You know, bike, social bike, bike social clubs, or the fuck you call them, motorcycle clubs been hanging out been you talking to them because they a lot of them have their own bar so you know we drop off supplies to them homie no it, it, they're not buying anheuser Bush. they're not buying bud light products they're not buying anheuser Bush products and where i'm working with miller our the number of shit we're that's going through our facilities is tripling by the week like, we're doing hiring drives. Meanwhile, a Budweiser facility only five, six miles away from us is doing layoffs. And it's just, this is, I don't know. Uh, I thought to myself the other day, like, this is over, right? Because people at work were telling me, like, it's done. And I'm like, I don't think it's done. It's, it's definitely slowing down, perhaps, but I don't think it's done. Now I don't even know if that's true anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Let's get into it. By Brittany Bernstein. Anheuser-Busch InBev is selling eight beer and beverage brands to cannabis company Tilray Brands. Just one month after the beer giant laid off hundreds of its U.S. Workers amid a slump in U.S. sales of Bud Light. Yeah, like I said before, the story we covered earlier is just one of quite a few stories of them having to do bulk layoffs of people. Anheuser-Busch will sell Shock Top, Blue Point, Beckenridge, Brewery, Red Hook Brewery, Highball Energy, and other brands to the cannabis company. Now... <clears throat> Shock top. Someone who's worked in the restaurant industry, that's 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 mind-boggling to me because a lot of like the beer you cook with, at least in the kitchens I've worked with, we cook with Shock Top. That was a cooking beer we used. So that's fucking funny. And Highball. Now Highball, I've never seen Highball at a regular store, but Highball was the energy drink that was stocked in bars I've worked at. You would make like, you know, Jaeger bombs with it. It's not Red Bull, but it tastes like Red Bull. And it's a little bit cheaper to stock in bulk than Red Bull. But it's still a really good tasty energy drink. All, I recognize every one of these. I didn't even know half of these were Anheuser-Busch. I haven't bought them. I don't really like the craft beer thing. I'm not a big beer and ale guy. If I do, it's like Old Orthodox... Or a new orthodox M43, or I'm drinking a local's light, and local's light is well a local's beer. It's a, it's a local brewer, brewery, so I'm not you know. Moving on, 
the cannabis company for an undisclosed amount. Tilray Brands announced the sale, which is expected to close this year and will be paid in cash, includes breweries and brew pubs associated with the brands, as well as current employees. So that's a nice little touch right there. The current employees to have job security, at least that's what it seems like. Do you want to know why I am assuming it's a penance? A, there are some numbers being thrown around right now, but they don't want to advertise how good of a deal they got. That would reflect very badly on their brand, and it would hurt any. It could possibly hurt prospects that you know, Tillin or sorry, Tilray has in mind for these brands. And they want to try and keep them, you know, a lot of people are probably like, oh, didn't really use Ranhazer Bush. They probably want to keep that out of the spotlight and do a quiet switch over. And, you know, someone who enjoys cannabis like I am probably, you know, I wonder how many people are now kind of curious to see where this goes. I'm curious. I already kind of like Shock Top. So now I'm curious what Shock Top's future and Highball's future is in the hands of a brewery or a hands of a cannabis company. It's like a dime bag store, too, which is really funny. Anyway, Andy Thomas, president of the high-end business unit at Anheuser-Busch, well, it's really going to be high-end now, told Wall Street Journal that Tilray first expressed interest in the brand in breweries earlier this year. They and you guys had an interest in business back in 2021 and had some weird falling out in 2022. I will get to that in a second. It's actually a little bit of a topic of conversation within the industry, actually. Anyway, Tilray first expressed interest in the brand and breweries earlier this year. Last week, Anheuser-Busch reported a drop in sales and profits in the last quarter, as it continues to face fallout over Bud Light's controversial partnership with man, masculine male, Dylan Mulvaney. Masculine's too strong of a word. But, no... The whole transgendered and trans thing, it's not real. It's all made up. I'm not playing into it. And as our Bush revenue in the U.S. fell more than 10% last quarter compared to the same period last year, according to its third quarter earnings report. The company said the drops was, quote, primarily due to the volume of decline of Bud Light amid the conservative-led boycott. Gay bars were boycotting before conservatives were. Again, there were a few places out in California that were like, ugh, Dylan Mulvaney is blackface for the trans community. And they wouldn't do it. And then you got but you got Kid Rock like a day or two afterwards, shoot up the cans, and then the conservatives got into it. Big and Rich just quit buying it because no one was drinking at their bar. So no, it's not it, conservative led, I don't think that's a fair statement. When you have gay bars and conservative bars and regular bars including Dill Mulvaney all encouraging the boycott Dill Mulvaney encourages the boycott so I, I don't know if it's conservative led I hate to tell you but let's move on drop was primarily due to the volume of Light, boycott of the brand operating profit at the US unit dropped by nearly 30% as well the controversy began when Bud Light launched a a minor creative collaboration with the with a male influencer, Dylan Mulvaney, 
who posted an Instagram video surrounded by the iconic blue cans in a bathtub. The post caused a backlash among the brand's blue-collar base. The fallout has become so widespread that Modelo dethroned Bud Light for its spot as America's most popular beer and led HSBC to downgrade Anheuser-Busch stock. Meanwhile, Constellation Brands, which sells Modelo in the U.S., saw 7.5% growth in beer volumes in the quarter ending on May 31st. Compared to the same period last year, Anheuser-Busch's total revenue last quarter was up more than 7% as sales of its other products in other uh, countries helped make up for Bud Light's boycotts in the U.S. Quote, the 2023, why is there a Q there? 2023, our mainstream portfolio delivered a mid-single-digit revenue increase as a double-digit growth in South Africa and Colombia was potentially offset by the revenue decline of Bud Light in the U.S., the report explains. Meanwhile, retail sales of Bud Light had dropped by 42% in some of the cities in the four-week period ending ending on July 22nd. According to the Nelson IQ data analyzed by the consulting firm Bump Williams. Folks, and now I, I want to hop over here to this. I pulled up an article I talked about it. Tilray Budweiser, uh, <clears throat> Tilray Budweiser maker AB end of end cannabis partnership. This article is from January tenth, twenty twenty two, by Matt Lamers. So I haven't heard anyone talk about this. I'm definitely late to the party talking about the brands being sold up, but no one's talking about this. And I'm really happy because I was worried that I, I I would be beaten to the punch by it. I'm like, well, wait. Not a lot of people know. They've, they've worked with, together before. They had a really shitty falling out, and, like, publicly, supposedly, like, this is all allegedly from this point out, right? It's like water cooler shit conversations. You know? They had a nasty falling out behind the scenes, and they tried to keep it, and they kept it amicable in, like, the spotlight. But, you know, it's a short article. Let's get into it. Article by Bat- Matt Lamers from January 10th, 2022. Updated April 14th, 2022. Again, they're they're like... And I find it interesting that, like, even in this article and like, other articles talking about this, too, they're like, oh, they just showed interest uh, earlier this year buying us. It's like, wait, what? I remember hearing that and other people talking about, like, Tim Pool talked about it, Bate Johnson talked about it, uh, a couple other fucking com- podcasters and news channels I watch talk about it, and even regular mainstream TV channels are talking about it. And no one touched this, right? Let's get into it. The world's leading brewer, A.B. InBev, whew, different times, right? And Canada's leading cannabis producer by the market share, Tilray, have ended their partnership. The New York-based cannabis company quietly acknowledged the regulatory filing earlier Monday. The news was first reported by industry publications Just Drinks. Uh, Belgium headquartered a- uh, AB InBev and then uh, Nenemo British Columbia-based Tilray first announced the partnership in late 2018, shortly after... Canada legalized adult use of cannabis. Tilray, now headquartered in New York, did not immediately reply to queries from MJ Biz Daily at the time of the arraignment or agreement. Sorry, arrangement. My apologies. <laughs> Was announced. Budweiser maker AB InBev and Tilray pledged to invest fifty million dollars or sixty-three point four million. Canadian dollars in the venture called Fluent Beverage Co. 
It was supposed to be really ambitious, too. Each company had a 50% ownership interest. On InBev's end, the joint venture has been spearheaded by Labatt Breweries of Canada. One, and by the way, Labatt's also sold. Uh, you know what? That's a different topic. I don't know why I was even going to go down that road. One of AB InBev's Canadian subsidiaries, the Toronto-based High Park uh, Company, a Tilray subsidiary that developed and distributed cannabis goods, uh, Tamar Narcian, communications director for Labatt Breweries of Canada, told MJ Biz Daily that Fluent Beverages will not operate as wholly owned subsidiary of Labatt and that Tilray will serve as a Fluence co-manufacturing partner. Quote, we do not expect these changes to have significant impact on Fluence day-to-day operations as it remains focused on commercializing CBD-infused non-alcoholic beverages in Canada. Nassessian said via email. The partnership was formed before Tilray merged with Alfria. Quote, We concluded our joint venture relationship with AB InBev, Tilray disclosed in the regulatory filing Monday. Quote, We retain the manufacturing equipment associated with the CBD and THC beverages, obtained a royalty-free prenuptial <laughs> worldwide license to utilize the technology related to the manufacturing of the CBD and THC beverages, which was developed by the joint uh, venture and negotiated a co-manufacturing agreement with the manufactured CBD beverages on on behalf of Fluent. Tilray closed the High Park Gardens Cannabis Greenhouse in 2020. But it's unclear what impact move what impact that move had on the partnership. The partners had pledged to launch the CBD infused drinks on the Canadian market as early as December 2019. Beverage sa- beverage sales have been underwhelming in Canada so far, as consumers largely prefer the same or smaller products to those that were available before legalization. Derek Pentance, president and founder of Toronto-based craft cannabis beverage maker and Proper Cannabis Co., said the infused beverage space is, quote, a little stagnant right now. Yeah, no shit. Though the syrups right now are really shaking shit up. I gotta say, the, the, the syrups coming out of the scene with a big one, especially with like, the infused diamonds in it. Dog. I'm telling you right now, the, 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 can, the, uh, the can of syrups... And the can of breezes, entirely different game right there. And I mean, you got the teas coming out, but the teas tastes like shit. The soda tastes like shit. Uh, the flavorless additives you can put in, like the cannabis powders, those are are, are starting to sell pretty good from what, I, what, I, what I'm hearing. Uh, but I had no nothing to back that up with actually. So you know, let's just pretend and say it. Quote. I think in the short term, people just aren't trying, aren't turning to beverages first when it comes to edibles. Uh, Pentance told MJ Biz in the phone interview, quote, consumers go to, the consumers go to is gummies, chocolates, and that sort of thing, probably for portability. Throwing a can of something in your pocket isn't as easy, and it doesn't stay cold. The data bears that out. According to the analytics firm, High Fri- uh, Fire, 
and American financial service firm Cantor Fitzgerald. Canadian cannabis sales by category in the fourth quarter of 2021 compared to the previous quarter were uh, flower 47%, pre-rolls 24%, vapes 40, 14%. I definitely prefer the vapes. Uh, I'm, I, when it comes to smoking weed, I prefer I preferred the carts actually. Uh, MKX platinum carts are my preferred go-to. MKX is just my preferred go-to. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Dragonfly. I think Dragonfly have some issues. I always have leaky carts from them, and that just makes me not want to buy your brand. Um, Pre-rolls are okay. You know, it's, again, I just prefer the vaporizers and the carts. And the syrups. Again, I really like the syrups. If I, if I go out to do a party or birthday or anything like that, I pre-game. Any public speaking event? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyway, totally kidding. Edibles. Uh, were 5%, concentrates were 4%, oils 3%, beverages 2%, and topicals are 1%. Yeah, topicals are retarded. You just rub weed-infused items on your f on your fucking skin. Uh, Tilray shares trade as TLRY. I might buy some of that, actually. I'm not telling anyone to do it, but I might look into it, depending on how much they are. Uh, NASDAQ and Toronto Stock Exchange. I mean, with the, what's going on with Bud Light? With them buying up all those Bud Light brands, I mean, it's not going to hurt its value, right? But, yeah, they, they, they had a partnership before. They had a working relationship before. So I find, the in, I find it interesting how Anheuser-Busch and Tilray are presenting this new purchase as if they'd never done business together before. I don't know what the deal behind that is. It would add credence to the inside industry rumors that it was not an amicable fallout. Like, there was something going on behind the scenes with, like, the, the companies and, like, the egos in the room. But I don't know. I just do not know. There's a lot of, like, in-rumor water cooler stories you hear about this. It's an interesting type of conversation. A lot of people have a lot of takes on it because it was an interesting deal. Uh, especially where I'm at because, you know, I, I, I live in a state right across from Canada. Where we get we get cannabis products sent to us from Canada all the time. So people were hyped as fuck to get their hands on this. And then all of a sudden, just doosh, plug pulled out of nowhere. And they said, well, the market's not there. Even though all the advertisement was around the idea that this was going to shake up the market. Oh, well. Maybe you just wanted to invent the market and couldn't. Or something happened behind the scenes. I don't know. But that brings us to the end of this episode of Inside Four Walls. I've been James Manson, and I shall talk to you guys later. Deuce. I'm Rumble. And I'm YouTube. YouTube, why are you dressed like that? Well, I've been seeing a lot of violations in the community lately, so I'm enforcing that. You mean like people not following your policies? Strike one! 
what if someone tells the truth, but it's labeled as misinformation? Shrek you! Wow, what if I want to ask questions and have different opinions on things? Strike three, you're out of here! Now what? You may appeal to me in 30 days. Thankfully, we encourage diverse opinions and new ideas. Strike four! Dude, what? There's no such thing as four strikes. And I'm not even on your platform. Strike five! All right, I'm out. You're crazy. Later, dude. Strike six!